Everybody, thanks for coming out. I'm honored that you're here. I truly mean that. Thank you. It's a it's a privilege and a pleasure. So thank you. And good morning on our podcast at Word at the Ranch and on SoundCloud now as well at Word at the Ranch. Thank you for tuning in this week. We hope you're blessed wherever you're listening to this on the way to work, wherever you are. We bless you and we thank you for tuning in in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Happy Sunday. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. We thank you for a fresh word in season. Help it go forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside force. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you, Lord, for eyes to see, ears to hear, for that fresh spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened today that we may take light to a dark world as we leave this place this week. Quicken us, empower us to prosper for whatever we put our hand to does. And we give you all the praises for quickening your word to us today, that we may take it to the world. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Good morning, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Yes. Let's just start. I felt the healing anointing in the back. It's always here when you're worshiping together. So just lay one hand on your chest. If you're having uh, any issues breathing, let's just take care of that now. Father, we thank you for we are healed from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. We take authority over any sickness, any disease of any kind, any infirmity you get now in Jesus' precious name. We thank you, Lord, for new pink lungs, fresh breath in our lungs. You can just take a deep breath. Amen. Breathe in his presence. He is here. Where two or three are, he's here. So we take our healing this morning, our, our daily bread, the children's daily bread. We take fresh, fresh provision from heaven. Manna from heaven, fill our bank books to plenty so we have more to give with, Amen. more to be a blessing with on this earth. And just say it with me again, I am healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Say, it's good to be healed. It's good to be whole. It's good to be well. Say, the anointed one dwells in me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's just give him some praises. Thank you, Father. <laughs> we bless you today. I thank you for that spirit of joy on this congregation. That the joy of the Lord is their strength. And I give you praises for touching that. Everyone here, under the sound of my voice, with a new spirit of joy today. Amen. The joy of the Lord. Amen. We don't have anyone in the splash zone today. What happened? Where was Jeff? I see how it is. And I mean, we were at Knott's Berry Farm for consecutive days, but I think I smell pretty good still. Amen. We love you guys. I'm not offended. <laughs> Couldn't preach if I was. <laughs> Amen. Couldn't minister if I was. Praise God. That's the number one trick of the devil is to get people in offense so that God can't use them no more. Amen. So I just say, I'm a forgiver. I'm a forgiver. I, forgive I forgive everyone. I'm a lover on this earth. Made in the same exact image and likeness of God. He loves unconditionally. And so do I. Amen. Amen. So we started a series last week called Angels. It's on our Facebook and um, podcast as well if you want to go back and listen to it. And I, I had some good angel stories. Then I there's some good ones that's happened throughout my life. And I know there's good angelic stories that have happened through years too. Everyone has an angel, guardian angel, that's born into this earth. When you get saved, I think you get another one. When you get baptized and filled in the Holy Ghost, I think more come along. And then we have that scripture that you've come into an innumerable company of angels. Amen. Can't even count them. There's so many. So we have an entourage. Amen. Yeah. You got an entourage around you. You are never alone. Wherever you go, you have ministering spirits assisting you on your assignment. Wherever you go. Isn't that good news? Yeah. 
that you're never alone. Jesus said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll send the Comforter, the Holy Ghost. He'll comfort you and lead you into all truth. Amen. Praise God, the Holy Spirit's down here with us right now. God's in heaven, the Son's in heaven, but the Holy Ghost is right here in our midst. Amen. Praise God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can't minister without the Holy Ghost. Jesus did it. Amen. Jesus did it. You can't minister without the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, come in fresh today. In Jesus' precious name, minister through my lips. I believe for it, I agree with it in Jesus' name. So we looked at three scriptures on angels last week, foundational scriptures, if you like to turn there. And they're all found in the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews and the book of Ephesians are our two quintessential authority books. And they're both written by Paul the Apostle. Amen. There are two quintessential authority books. And we have Hebrews 1.14, Hebrews 12.22, if you want to write them down, and Hebrews 13.2. And Paul's also the one who told us, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, that uh, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So it's like I said last week, you can't just pull one scripture out of the Bible and, and form a doctrine on it. You can't pull, uh, th- Paul had a thorn in the flesh and say he was sick and make a doctrine out of it like the church did. Amen, Cher? <laughs> you just can't do that. You need two or three witnesses. We've talked about it before, but Paul did not have a physical infirmity. He didn't have an eye issue. Remember he, uh, the prophet who was sent to lay hands on his eyes and give him his sight back? So we know his eyes were healed. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. And it wasn't a physical ailment. If you look at the Bible, it says, A messenger of Satan was sent to buffet me, to persecute me, lest I be exalted above measure. So we know through that verse alone that God is in the exaltation business and Satan is in the demise business. Amen? In the destruction business. So we have two forces on earth. And it just surprises me still how many Christians don't know there's a devil. That they think God's in charge of good and evil. Well, no, he created the smith, you read Isaiah, to destroy. Amen. Who destroys? He fell from grace. And the Bible says since he created him, he's going to destroy him. And he's going to use us to help him do it. Amen. Oh, I'm looking forward to that day. To casting Satan in the lake of fire forever. Ooh, what a glorious day. And that, that one, that foul spirit who's put sickness and disease on any person. Amen. Cancer's from him. The flu's from him. Poverty and lack. Who's put poverty and lack in anyone. That's the culprit. Amen? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the enemy, the adversary. And isn't heaven going to be glorious? A place without adversity? No adversary. No adversity. Think about that. No adversary, no enemy, no adversity. That's why it's paradise. Amen? And he created earth to be that way. Paradise on earth. Without adversity. Amen? And then the first Adam fell. We know that story. Gave his authority over to Satan. But praise God for the last Adam, Jesus Christ, who restored all things to all men for all time. He said, I give you the kingdom. It's my Father's good pleasure to give it back to you now. Oh, what a blessing in Jesus. Amen? Say, I'm born again. I'm alive with the life of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. So Hebrews 1.14 says this, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for? Say for. for. That's you. They're ministering for you. So you ought to know you have employees working for you. Whether you see them or not, you got employees working for you right now. And they're just on the bench waiting. Amen? Don't keep them unemployed. <laughs> they don't like unemployment. They like being employed. They like work. How many of you like work? I enjoy my work. How about you? Amen? It's good. It's from God. Works from God. Amen? Angels are the same way. They're on the assignment and they're here to work. 
So you got to use them and work them. Amen? So he says, they're sent forth to minister for those, that's you, who will inherit salvation. I've inherited it. Have you? We are now joint heirs with Christ. That means God himself lives in you. <laughs> what can't you do? What you say comes to pass. God's in you. Hebrews 12.22 says this, But you have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God. He's alive. Praise God. Everyone know here he's alive? <laughs> he's alive. The heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels. And Hebrews 13.2, Do not, and this is my favorite scripture, do not forget to entertain strangers. For some, be, having done this, have entertained angels unaware. And you know, as the Holy Ghost moves through you sometimes, if you're moving in the Holy Ghost, you know, you may think you're an angel. You're going somewhere to bless someone, amen? You know, God can do that. You're a saint. You're a sent one. You are angelic, amen? You are heavenly. We're not from here, amen? So praise God. Don't forget to entertain strangers, for some have entertained angels unaware. And we talked about last week, they can manifest themselves as men. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah, those three angels, it says? Well, one was Jesus Christ, we know that. One was a man, Jesus. And the other two were angels. And that, those two angels were sent to take out a whole city. In the Old Testament, one angel took out 186,000 men. And you have one angel right next to you right now. Amen. What can't you do? Amen. Praise God, you are protected. And then I shared some stories about uh, entertaining strangers uh, unaware and how they've manifested themselves as men. Remember, Jacob wrestled with an angel. That wasn't just a spirit, that was a man in the flesh. Amen? So they can manifest themselves as men. Amen? They can choose to be invisible or manifest themselves as men. I haven't told this story yet. We were riding cross-country, me, Andre, and Dad. And we were in a, we just crossed the Arizona border. We were riding far. It was a pretty far ride. And it was hot. It was summer. Dad always chose to initiate us through heat and fire. You got to be baptized with fire, son. You want to join Trader to Light? Baptized with fire. Amen. So we rode through Tuba City. And as we crossed the border, you know, we were sweating. My arms started to shake. It was a long ride. And we pull off to a gas station. There's a big, tall guy. They're always big and tall. Have you noticed? They're big and tall. I remember one time Pastor Mike uh, came back from Maui one time. And I was sitting in the service watching him preach. And I saw his angel. The Lord opened up the spirit and I saw his angel. And I emailed him after that. I said, you got a big Hawaiian angel standing right next to you right now. And he's large. He has girth. That's how I knew he was Hawaiian. Hey, man, he's tall, but he's wide, man. And he's standing behind you right now. But they're tall beings, amen? To take out 186,000 men, you gotta, they excel in power and might, the scriptures say, amen? But um, here comes this big, tall guy. He had a Harley. And on the back, he had the license plate, 911, never forget. And it was a nice Harley. I was like, ooh, that's a sweet bike, amen? By himself, leathers on, tall, taller than me. I'd say he was about 6'5", John Wayne height. I've always prayed, Lord, take me up to John Wayne height, 6'5". Come on, I believe. Haven't gotten there yet, 6'3", but we'll see. <laughs> I'd have to get new clothes, amen? Could be a blessing. <laughs> But there he is, and his name was Cork. Me and Andre picked up on the spear at the same time. Like, there's something different about that guy. And he rode with us throughout the whole state, going ahead of us. And he was just kind of pushing us, and he was always right there. Every time I looked over, he was there. Going into traffic, didn't wear a helmet, wore a backwards hat. And uh, no helmet law there, you know. But he just loosened us up, you know. There was no fear with him there, you know. We just felt free to ride and, hey, we got this, amen. 
you know, I don't care if this bike falls apart. God's going to restore it, you know. We got this. Amen. And he just lightened the load. I think he was a ministering spirit when we look back. Then we saw him in Colorado. We stopped in at a restaurant for Chili Verde. The best Chili Verde is in Colorado, let me tell you. Tomatillo, oh man. Stopped in at a restaurant. And here he comes. Out of nowhere again. Taps me and Andre on the shoulder. How you guys doing? Had a cowboy voice. How you guys doing? You know, there's a hotel down the street in Monte Vista that has a movie theater built into it. You can watch movies from your hotel room. It's a nice place. I encourage you to stop in. Walked off. The last I saw of him. Amen. From Arizona to Colorado? Come on. I mean, wow. Angels unaware. Angels on assignment. Amen. I love Jerry Savelle's story. Pulled into that gas station we was going to preach. We're under Jerry Savelle, Church of Light. Our motorcycle ministry is under his outreach. And uh, we pulled into a gas station in Texas, going to minister, and his wheel had fallen off the car, so he needed a new tire put on. And then he needs some mechanical work as well. So he pulls into a gas station, all lit up at night. Everything's open. Pulls in, men come out, pump gas for him, fill his car, change his tire, and send him off. He says, thanks. And then he ate at the diner right next door. There was an open diner. Ate his meal, went on his way. He said, man, I'd really like to repay those guys. Came back the next month just to say thanks. Give him a tip. Gas station was completely closed. Lights out, no gas in the pumps. Look, it had been like it had been closed for years. And he said, I know this is the gas station I came to before my meeting to preach. So he went to the diner, which was still open, and asked the servers there. He said, what's going on with this gas station? I was just here. They fixed my car. I just wanted to thank him. He said, sir, that gas station has been closed for years. Amen. So we know, and he knows now, been in the ministry over 50 years, trusted source, amen, that angels can get gasoline out of the earth from untapped wells. They can turn on lights, and they're good at fixing cars. They're good mechanics. And good cooks. Amen. I believe that too. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. We won't get into that. Praise God. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's what turned me on to cooking. Was I read uh, in the Gospels when Jesus appeared to his disciples. He had broiled fish, it says, sent before him on a fire when they came in from fishing. He had lunch prepared for his disciples. Amen. So I know Jesus cooks. <laughs> Which means Father cooks. Because he didn't do anything or say anything he didn't see his father do. So we know God's a good chef, amen. Oh, God, love Jesus. Gotta love it, amen. I love seeing what God does throughout the scriptures. I found out God sings. He's got a big shower to sing in. Amen, upstairs. He got a big shower. It's a man cave, I bet. <laughs> a God cave. Think about that. More than a man cave. A God cave he sings in. Says God laughs. Amen. God cries. He weeps. God cooks through Jesus. Amen. Multiplied the fish and the loaves. He says, I don't, want to, I don't want to cook today. We'll order in. Let's multiply the loaves. Let's do it miraculously. Amen. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. So angels are on assignment. And we have angels unaware. Praise Jesus. So don't forget to entertain strangers. Paul encourages us for some have entertained angels unaware. And I don't know about you, but when God sends me on an assignment share... Or, you know, you're going into a hospital and God says, yeah, I've heard stories about you as well. Go here to this neighbor. Tell this person, go to this house. Tell them this. Oh, man, I don't want to do it. I took laps around the hospital one time. You're sending me into a hospital to pray for this person. It was a child with cancer. He went to Saddleback. He said, go to Saddleback Hospital right now and go into this room and you'll find him. I'll show you where he is. And I said, no, <laughs> I don't want to go. 
And then, you know, you get that thing in your gut where you, you start getting anxious. If you don't do it, it, it doesn't feel good. Amen? You got a word in your heart. You got to give it. Otherwise, it feels like a wormwood. It starts to get bitter if you don't give it. You know that feeling? You got a word for someone. If you don't give it, it starts eating you up, kind of. It's meant to come out of you. So I went to that hospital, and sure enough, I found him. Lord led me right to his room. Lord opened doors for me. I didn't need to pass at all. The front door was open. The next door was open into where all the nurses are, the ER there. Just walked right in. Nobody said nothing to me in the middle of the night. Praise God. On assignment. Laid hands on that man. He was dying. He didn't have enough white blood cells. They said he was going to die that night. Laid hands on him. He was probably uh, in his teens. Parents went to Saddleback. Laid hands on him. Read him scriptures. And left. We got a report from his parents the next day that he didn't die. He lived weeks after that. And, his, and miraculously overnight, his white blood cell, doctor said, shot up. God, amen. On assignment. Praise God. So sometimes you can feel like an angel. If you're moved by the Holy Ghost, amen. God will use you just like he uses them. To bless other people, amen. Well, I wish I would have stuck with that boy. Because he ended up dying. Because I uh, got around a lot of un- doubt and unbelief. People who didn't know sickness was from Satan thought it was from God to teach him something. <laughs> what a tragedy. What a lie from the pit of hell. God doesn't use death to teach his children life. Amen. He uses the book of life to teach his children life. Amen. Praise Jesus forever. Amen, amen. But you got to stay with him. I learned my lesson a long time ago. I got to stay with him. So anytime he's used me to pray for people in the hospital, man, I, I get their numbers and I keep sowing healing scriptures into their life. That's how it was for me. God raised me up from a critical infirmity, uh, chronic illness for a year and a half, by sowing scripture continuously into my heart over and over again. It's the only way to keep your healing. You can get healed supernaturally, but to keep it, you need the word on the subject. Amen. Amen. You got to get the word on healing. So that's what I did during that time. I went cover to cover and found out all the healing verses. Then when I was healthy and whole, God used me to heal others because I was chock filled with the word on healing. Amen. Just keep them, keep going and keep pumping it into them. We have a pastor friend, Pastor Frank Alvarez, who we're, uh, we're ordained under Pastor Art and Joanne Aragon at Heritage Family Fellowship in Placentia. First Word of Faith Church in California. Amen. And that's who we're ordained under, but he has another affiliate, another pastor friend named Frank Alvarez. They're down in El Centro, California, has a church there. And just the other week, he got COVID, you know, and was committed to the ER, turned into pneumonia. And twice when he was in the hospital, we blessed him, you know, we prayed for him. Twice when he was in the hospital, he clinically died. And both times during his death, we were all in agreement with him. He's a mighty man of God. I mean, El Centro needs that man, especially the mayor. (laughs) That's for you, Pastor Art. (laughs) But he died twice, and both times he came back, praying in tongues, back from the dead twice, both times, nurses account, he was praying in tongues, revived himself, prayed himself back into life. See, your spirit man prays when you pray in tongues. It don't take in consideration your flesh or your mind. You can wake up spiritually, amen? That's why you ought to be able to control your thoughts and dreams at night as well. Because you're a spirit, amen? You take authority over that. We bind any foul thoughts or demons. You can't touch us at night. We know our authority. Yet, yeah. we have pleasant dreams. 
We sleep sound. Amen? We have good sleep, good rest in our house. Angels are attending to us. Amen? Angels, I send you on guard right now. While we sleep, watch over our house. If any devil tries to come in, kick him out. I'm going to bed. Good night. Sent to minister on behalf of the heirs of salvation. Praise God forevermore. Came back twice, praying in the Holy Ghost. He's alive right now at home, doing great. Amen? The doctor was converted into a Christian through that experience. He said, I ain't never seen anything like that. He came back from the dead twice. What do I need to do to get saved? He led him to the Lord. Amen? Amen. I just love that in the hospital room. (laughs) Glory. It says we've come in an innumerable company of angels and that tongues is the language of God and angels. So they can understand when you pray in tongues. Think about that. That encourages me to pray all day in the, other, in the unknown tongue. Because angels hear it and hearken to it. Amen? Things just get done in the Spirit when you pray in the Holy Ghost all day. Amen? God just takes you places and moves people places and works behind the scenes for you as you pray in the unknown tongue in the Holy Ghost. What a blessed gift he gave us. And the best part is, the adversary can't understand it. Would they shut up already? Hey, here's Satan. Tongues are from me. Tongues are from the devil. Stop, stop. What he tries to do to every born-again believer. Stop you from praying in unknown tongues because God and angels attend to it. Amen? You're praying the perfect will of heaven every time you pray in tongues. And then Paul said, I pray in tongues more than you all. To the church. So we have a good person to follow. Amen? But man, you'll see things in the spirit, words will come. Yeah, just know to do that. Tweak that in your business, you know what I mean? Go there, do that. Isn't it great? What a great, blessed gift, amen? God is so good and he's the ultimate gift giver. Me and Clarissa were talking about the Holy Ghost this week. As we were driving, I think it was to Knott's. <laughs> Lord Jesus, <laughs> help us. I drank too much blackberry punch, boysenberry punch. <laughs> it's free, amen? You get an unlimited pass, it's free, anyway. We were talking about, and, and I said, you know, isn't God a genius? He gave us the fruits of the Holy Ghost so that the gifts of the Holy Ghost could operate freely through us. Yeah. But you've got to have the fruit in place for the gifts to be in place. Mm-hmm. And we all know the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22. The first fruit is love. So you've got to be operating in love to have the gift come through you because it's all done through love in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Jesus was moved with compassion and healed the multitudes. Then he ran out those money changers from the temple. I was thinking about that too. In love. Amen. Then went on to heal people right after that. You know? So he didn't get placed to wrath. He was without sin. But he still drove people out the temple who were defiling it. Amen. And then moved on in love. And started healing people again. Praise God. Just the perfect will of God in operation. Our sample son when we read the Gospels to follow. Thank God for Jesus. But the Holy Spirit comes in the moment you get born again with His fruit. You are a new creature in Him. And those fruit are now you. You are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, temperance, and self-control. You are the fruit of the Holy Ghost. Amen? And then He'll come in with His gifts as you get more and more grounded in who you are. The gifts of the Holy Spirit will start to function in your life. Praise God forever. There's a gift and a mantle on this ministry of healing and prophecy. I'll throw that out there. God's used me in those two realms more than any other thing. Healings and prophecy. Praise God forevermore. You know, you'll start to be versed in a gift so much that it could become an office. Amen? You may become a prophet through prophesying. 
if God finds you faithful, knowing what to tell and what not to tell. Because the Bible says the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. That means God put me in authority of the gift. When to say it and when not to say it. And the more he gets to trust me with that, the more he'll let me use it. Because he ministers the gift severally as he wills, not me. Amen? Isn't that good preaching? But if he can trust you with a gift, he'll verse you in it, and it may become your office, just like Benny Hinn. Now he has the office of healings. That's his office. And you can know when he steps into it. I served him for four years, and I could tell when he entered into his office. You know? So just stick with what you're good at, you know? Like Kenneth Kagan, he had the, the gift of healing cancer. You know, people would come, and he'd just knock out cancer easily. He got versed in that gift, and then it became his office. Amen? Praise God forever. So God will graduate you as you're faithful. But the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Meaning, he's put me in charge on when to turn it on and when to turn it off. And he trusts me to do that. That's called responsibility. Amen. Praise Jesus forever. Don't cast your pearls before swine. Know when to turn the gift off. Amen. Jesus did. He said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Those who don't, don't waste my time. Amen. Amen. If anyone of you found that to be true, it's hard to talk to people who can't hear. <laughs> That's why the number one prayer, let's go here now, Ephesians chapter 1. The number one prayer I pray, and we should be praying for all men at all times, is found in the book of Ephesians here, our authority book. You know, I've read and listened to the book of Ephesians. James Earl Jones reads the Bible on audio. You can get that for 99 cents. Amen. Go to bed with it every night. More than any other book, the book of Ephesians. This is our quintessential book on authority. Ephesians and Hebrews. That's why Paul talks about angels more than any other book in the book of Hebrews. Because it's part of knowing your authority, just like the centurion knew his. He said, Jesus, Master, you just speak the word, and that boy will be healed and made whole. He knew he had angels on assignment he could not see working for him, just like the centurion had soldiers he could see working for him. He knew something in the spirit realm. Praise God. So that's part of our authority is knowing your heavenly hosts are on assignment for you and using them properly. But the book of Ephesians, here we are. Let's just start here. I'm going to start from the beginning if I can. The book of Ephesians is so rich and powerful. And praise God, do you know that only the word of God can feed you? <laughs> can feed the real you? Because that's why we're so big on the word. Amen? You can't build a strong ministry without the word. I've seen ministry goes under, go under right when they leave the Word. Amen? You can't build a ministry on the gifts. You build a ministry on the Word to move the gifts. Amen? The Holy Spirit's where the Word is. Jesus was the Word. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. Not the gifts. The Word. Amen? So the Holy Spirit moves through the Word. So where the Word is, Holy Spirit, you're here. We welcome you in. Do what you want. Amen? So Ephesians uh, chapter 1, verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, called by God, not of men. That's why he could speak to men boldly, because he wasn't called by men. He was called by God. Amen? Make sure you're called by God. By the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus, and faithful. I love that. And faithful. You're all faithful. Amen? We've been going seven years. You're all faithful. And faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you. <laughs> you can get so blessed just by meditating this scripture. Grace to you, that's favor. Favor to you today. And peace, that word peace is shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You had a broken ankle coming in? 
you shouldn't going out. Amen? Yeah. Peace to you. Shalom. Nothing missing. You're missing money? You shouldn't miss any money coming out of here today. Shalom. You just receive it. Yeah, I receive you at your word. You don't even have to go there, Lord. I just receive your word. Let it be done according to what you said. Grace to you and peace. Nothing missing from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, they're in agreement for your total restoration this year. Amen. 2022, the year of restoration. Double for your trouble. The year of your harvest. What you've been believing for is coming to pass this year. I'll go on record. Amen. Saying that. What you've been believing for is coming to pass this year. I love that word. Double for your trouble. Amen. 2022. Amen. You know, just the other day was 2222. February 2nd, 22. And I just sat most of the day on the couch like <laughs> expecting something, you know. <laughs> you know, it's numbers give me. You know, there's a whole book called Numbers. So, yeah, you know, God uses numbers, amen. I'm just expecting. I said, where is it? What's going on? You know, blessings came in like they normally do. But, you know, I, th- I thought I heard the Lord say, <laughs> you know, you're blessed going in, blessed going out, amen. You're blessed 24-7. What you looking for? It's already inside of you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> He's like, I'm glad you got your expectors up. Now let's bring that into tomorrow too. <laughs> Charge yourself up. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Amen. It's good to get excited. Amen. People should be excited to get into the house of God. Amen. Yeah. It's where God is. Amen. Yeah. Think about all the angels that are here right now. Hallelujah. If you have at least two, that's innumerable. Amen. So what are you doing at home, locked away, watching the service online? Get in here, amen? It takes the uniting of the body to illuminate the earth. The uniting of the body to illuminate the earth. We're the salt of the earth, amen? Which means we make things taste good. He's a good chef. (laughs) Without us, things would taste bad. The government would taste bad. Our jobs, our lives, our families. But we're the salt of the earth. We preserve the earth. But we also flavor it. You're the flavor of the earth. Think about that. Without you, everything's bland. People don't want to get out of here without us. Amen? It's just dead. There's no flavor. There's no preservation without us. Think about that. Without you. That's how important you are to God. He needs you here. Amen. So he says, grace to you, favor, and shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Like I said, I could just camp out on that verse all day. <laughs> Let's continue. Blessed. That word blessed in Greek literally means empowered to prosper. So when someone sneezes, bless you. You're now telling them, I empower you to prosper. <laughs> Amen. Use the force. <laughs> Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice how Paul and David both started out praising God in their letters and songs. Amen. That's how you enter into his presence is through praise. You know, enter into his gates through praise. Enter into his presence through worship. Amen. Keep going. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has empowered us to prosper with every spiritual blessing. Everyone. In the heavenly places in Christ, and now Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Just as he chose us, you're chosen in him, Before the foundation of the world. Get that. You're more important than anything you'll ever see on earth. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. You're always before him. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ 
to himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved say i'm accepted you know this generation who we have to target 18 to 30 especially is looking for acceptance everywhere that's why social media is so big they just want to be accepted well we'll accept you into the church come on in amen he called us to be fishers of men not keepers of aquariums amen we're supposed to go get them and bring them in so that we can clean them up just like a fish got them if we have to then clean them up amen cast out spirits Heal the sick, raise the dead, freely receive, freely give. So we're called to be fishers of men. Hey, come on in. And then we clean them up in here. That's what discipleship is. Amen? Praise God forevermore. That we should no longer be children. Where did I leave off? What first? Help me. Help me. Is anyone following me along? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's the wind. It flipped my Bible. How many churches have you been to that say, hey, the wind flipped my pages? Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, verse 7. According to the riches of his grace. He's rich. He's real rich. Amen. He's a rich, rich father. I mean, just think about how many children he takes care of on a daily basis. He's got to be loaded. Amen. <laughs> think about the provision you've believed in. And think about a billion people doing that all at the same day, every day. That's more than the manna for 40 years in the wilderness. That's every day forever. That's how big he is. Amen. He's got you covered. <laughs> the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us. He already sent it out to you. Just call it in. Toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth. I love what Terry Mai says, but he says the cemeteries and the graveyards are the place to be. Because it says the dead in Christ shall rise first. That's where the rapture is going to start. Amen? <laughs> I'm not saying go hang out at cemeteries. <laughs> hey, there's, there's Johnny down at the cemetery. Whoa. <laughs> He's there every day. <laughs> God. Don't do that. But, you know, Terry Mai just, he said that. The cemetery is the place to be because the dead in Christ rise first. That'd be something to see, right? I'll get over there when it starts. <laughs> Praise God. Both of which are in heaven and which are on earth. In him also we have obtained. Say obta obtained. So that's past tense. It's already been given to you. And according to God, you already have this. In inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things, according to the counsel of his will, his word, that he, we, who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted, yeah I did, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, what good news salvation is, in whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. See, you're seared, it's a cooking term, seared with the Holy Ghost the moment you make Jesus the Lord of your life, but you're not filled. You can read the book of Acts and there's nine separate accounts in the book of Acts between the baptism in the name and the baptism in the Holy Ghost. I asked Christians, we used to go evangelize the spectrum, and I used to find Christians, you know, and I said, have you ever been baptized in the Holy Spirit since you believed? Just like Paul asked. And they said, yeah. Most of them said, yeah, and I knew they weren't. But they were taught that. 
that when they receive Jesus, you just receive the Holy Spirit. But there's a baptism in the Holy Spirit. And the baptism comes with the evidence of speaking in new tongues. You know, so there were a few that I, I baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of tongues too. I'd probably say around 10 that I received the Holy Ghost and immediately the gift of tongues were there too. And most of the time when they were raised in Baptist churches, they were like, this is amazing, you know? This is incredible. But you just have to break through and give them the word on the subject to receive the subject. Amen? So you have to have those scriptures. And I used to carry my little pocket Bible on the baptism of the Holy Ghost and give that to Christians who I knew weren't filled. No feeling, no power. Amen? you got to be filled to have power. Praise God forever. So, in him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, got to give them the word on the subject, to get them to where you want them to come. You were sealed, seared, with the Holy Spirit of promise. You're his. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. Look at he's talking to baby Christians here who just got saved. They just love everyone until they're taught to hate and get bitter and offended. You know? They just love everyone. That's why you just grab some baby Christians. Hey, believe with me. Amen? You're on fire right now. We can get the job done. Praise God. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints... All the saints, every one of them, amen, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Here's Paul's first prayer in the book of Ephesians for us. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that's his goodness, his presence, and his power, glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. This is what we've got to pray for everyone. Because until their eyes are open, they can't hear nothing. Have you noticed? <laughs> Lord, open their eyes that they can hear. Then send laborers into their harvest, please. In Jesus' name. It's supernatural. The eyes of their understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what are the riches of the glory. There it is again, riches of his glory. Of his inheritance in the saints. That's in you now said, it's my Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, and the kingdom of God is now in you. So we don't look to without. Where am I going to get fed? Where am I going to get provided for? We look within. The kingdom's in you. He'll give you ideas that come from inside of you. Amen? Not outside of you. We don't follow the world. We stand not in the, the path of sinners or scornful. Sit not on the seat of the scornful. I don't follow anyone out there. Amen? The devil will tempt you to, especially when they have a lot of stuff. But we follow him in here. The inward witness. Amen. The kingdom of God's in you. Creative ideas come from within you, not outside of you. It's not a head knowledge, it's a heart knowledge. That's how all wisdom and revelation starts. And all knowledge, by the way, starts inside of you. You shall know the truth where? In your heart. And the truth will set you free. You got to know it first in your heart to confess it, to see it come to pass. You have to know it down here. I know I'm healed. I know I'm saved. Raise your hands. When you die, are you going to heaven? How do you know that? Did your head tell you that? You just knew that you knew. Heart knowledge. Amen? That's what he's saying here. Open the eyes of their heart. Let them be receptive. Help them to hear. And what are the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? Dynamite power. 
Dunamis, where we get our word dynamite. Explosive power. Toward us who believe, who believe, not saved, who believe. There's a difference between Christians and believers. Scripture marks that. There's a lot of Christians who claim they're going to heaven, but do they live by faith? Are they believers? Do you believe? Amen. That's a true Christian, a believer. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Christian just means little Christ. Little anointing ones running all over the place doing the works of Jesus. That's what I thought when he said, and greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. There's more of you than me. <laughs> Look at that. Multiplication. What can't we do together? Amen. Praise Jesus forever. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. That's where you're seated now. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, Hillary Clinton's name, <coughs> not only in this age. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to win when Hillary was running. I said, Lord, I sold my ballot in faith. I put everything I had into that ballot. Amen. And praise God, faith worked and it came to pass. Against the odds. And Trump was elected president of the U.S. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Thank you for correcting all lying social media. <laughs> you know, I said this before. CNN used to be called Christian News Network till they sold out. We lost that one, didn't we? We lost that one, didn't we? The love of money is the root of all evil. If only we would have kept that station. We would have had Fox and CNN. The world would have been done by now, amen? Everyone would have been hooked on prescription drugs, but hey, it would have been over. <laughs> Praise God forever. You watch Fox long enough, you could get sick. I'm just warning you. Guard your hearts, amen? Guard your heart. <laughs> you ain't sick, you're healed. Fox needs that revelation that Christ healed them, amen? Praise God forever. We pray for everyone, don't we? <laughs> Amen. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him in his own right hand, far above in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named. You don't have a good name, you do now in Christ. Amen. Above every name. Not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. There's a new age coming. Past the age of men. The age of Superman. <laughs> Amen. Do I still have this bracelet on? Oh, Jesus. Forgive me. I'm anti-Disney. I was going to have a burning in the back. <laughs> Just kidding. My child gave this to me. Bless you. <laughs> I'm just saying they supported Gavin Newsom, so we've backed out of Disney forever. Amen. I mean, right when you knock down Abraham Lincoln and put up a statue of Joe Biden in the President's Hall, I mean, that's demonic. The moment he got elected, and that tells me something's up. And then they confirmed it from contributing to Gavin Newsom's campaign. When I was completely against that, and I posted pictures of Arnold Schwarzenegger everywhere saying, total recall. <laughs> Nobody listened. I thought that would do it. I thought that was genius. Total recall. Come on. We just got to keep them printed, I guess. huh? Keep them going out. I think we gave up on that, didn't we? Is it too late for him to be recalled? Anyway. Moving on with the word. <laughs> that changes everything. 
<laughs> Praise God forever. Far above every name that's named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. We're in the age of grace, the age of men, the age of the church. There's more ages to come in which dwelleth righteousness, a new heaven, a new earth. And I'm pretty sure you're going to be involved in creating those things, those worlds, those planets. Once you see them face to face, know how faith works, exits through your mouth, creates through your mouth. God's going to be using us, amen? Our eternal work is so much greater than our earthly assignment. We're just passing through here. This is just training ground. I love what I, you know, the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E, amen? This is just training ground for our eternal work, amen? So what you're doing down here, get good at because <laughs> you may be doing it for a long time, amen? He's faithful. And he put all things under his feet, that's us, the church. That's prophecy. That's in Genesis one twenty six. Amen. He'll he'll you'll bruise his head. He'll bruise your heel. But he's under your feet. The devil. Amen. And he put all things under his feet. He's under your feet, Samuel. And gave him to be head over all things to the church. It's his church. He's the head, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. Just let that sink in. I'm part of the fullness of God that fills all in all. Without me, something would be missing down here. God needs me here. I'm not going out early. I'm not leaving earth until he says so. I won't speak my death into position. Amen. I'm going to last until he pulls me out. And I'd like to go up with him in the rapture. What a ride that's going to be. It's just there's a generation that won't see death. You ain't going to see it. You ain't going to taste it. You ain't going to smell it. Just to take off faster than the speed of light. Woo-hoo-hoo. Come into a glorified body, meet your loved ones in the air. You know? Woo, what a trip that's going to be. Faster than any jet you and me have ever been on. Woo. So I hope he comes in our lifetime. I think he is. <laughs> Things are getting <laughs> funny. <laughs> Amen. Father, come. I think we're ready. Come for your church, your bride. Perfect us until that date. We'll tarry till you come. We love you and we bless you. Did everyone get something from this message? Thank you, Jesus. We bless you for your word. We bless you for your covenant. We bless you for your truth. We glorify your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Yahshua, Yahweh. So many names you have. You're so many things to so many people. We give you all the praises and the glory that you're omnipotent, omniscient. Thank you, Lord, for knowing all things. And we can tap into that knowledge through the Holy Ghost and the Word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you free course in this place. Move as you wish. We thank you, Lord, for that anointing of healing from the top of our heads to the soles of their feet. Thank you for a fresh touch. Billy Graham used to call it a holy hush when the whole auditorium just got silent for the Lord to move as he wanted. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you today. Thank you, Yahshua. Let's just pray in the Holy Spirit.
I have a word in season, the Holy Spirit said. And that's all he said. <laughs> I have a word in season. Who'd like to finish? <laughs> a word in season. How sweet it is. A word in season. Like honeycomb to the soul, to the bones, joints, and marrow. We give you all the praises. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for prophetic utterance. Thank you for your gifts. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence, your peace, your goodness. Hallelujah. just come forward. Phew. I remember Brother Hagin's uh, hand used to shake and the Lord told him that, you know, if it shakes in your right hand, that's the healing anointing. If it shakes in your left hand, that's the cast out devils, the fire he felt in his hand. But his right hand used to shake all the time for healing. And my hands just start shaking. Amen? So if you need healing in your body, just, just come up. If you have any pain, anything that you've been issued with or troubled with, just come on up here. And then if we can have a big man behind him, <laughs> that'd be good too. If anyone wants to come up for a healing, praise Jesus. Amen, amen. Praise God. Amen. Thanks, Steve. Praise Jesus. Is it the shoulder? Cool. It's actually the, I think it's a disc in the back of my neck. A disc in your neck. And, and it's creating like this sharp, like a sciatic type of Sharp pain going down to your Not a pain, it's more like a... Like my whole uh, arm gets numb. Okay. And it's numb. just, uh, it's been about a month or six weeks now. It's got to go. Okay. It's going to stand for faith and All right. for the word. Amen. He's been standing for stripes, about a month. Amen. Yeah, Amen. So let's just lay hands on him. If someone could get behind Steve here, praise God forever. Thank you, Lord. We just lay hands on you in the precious name of Jesus. There was not one feeble person 
among their tribes when they came out with silver and gold. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for sending Steve and Melissa's wife to the other side, for you called them to go there. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for healing from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. And I thank you, Lord, that this is his ministry as well. Healing, soft, tender-hearted, laying hands on the untouchables, just like Jesus. Use them mightily, Lord, as a couple. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. I give you all the praises. Perfect peace. You know what to do in 2022. You know what to do. Praise God forever. God is so good. Can I share that, Melissa? About we, when we prayed over here together, you just had you came in. You had like a little rash that you were dealing with on your arm. You remember that for a little bit? I mean, that was a miracle. I don't see that happen every day. But after the service, us three just prayed right over there. We laid hands right here on her elbow, and we watched that rash dissipate on the spot. Amen. And it's gone. It's gone completely now. Amen. Isn't God good? The healer's in the house. Amen. Praise Jesus forever for miracles, signs, and wonders. They haven't passed away. Amen. He, he hasn't passed away. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's here, amen? He's in you. He's in me. So just raise one hand and say, I will. Lay hands on the sick. And they will recover. No matter what I think. It is written. I'm commissioned. That settles it. Amen. Give God a hand clap. Amen. Praise God. We like to take up our offering. It's good to be able to give. Amen. And um, if you like, you can give to Elisha Mark Ministries or Word at the Ranch. That works too now. Praise God forever. And I feel like we're just getting started. So, Father, we just pray us over our offering today. It's good to be able to give, and you love a cheerful giver. We thank you, Lord, for more to do your work with, more to spread the kingdom with, more to spread your body with. We thank you, Lord, for newcomers. We thank you that we're fishers of men, called on assignment to go get men into the kingdom. And we give you all the praises for it. And 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6, thank you, Bella, for your agreement that that horse is always on time. Amen. I'm telling you, always on time at the end of our service. Did you train her to do that, Jan? It's just the Holy Ghost. Amen. But 2 Corinthians 9, 6 says, He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly, but he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. That's a promise I take to the bank. I stand on this verse. I live on it. Amen. So let each one give. I like sow there. Give is in italic, so they added that. He's talking about sowing here, like a farmer sows seed. Not sporadically, but systematically. Yeah. Amen? He doesn't hope for a harvest. Yeah. He lives from his harvest. Yeah. Amen? So that each one sow as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. Don't sow from your needs. Sow into your wants. Amen? He meets your needs. He's got them covered. For God loves a cheerful giver. The Amplified says a cheerful, prompt-to-do-it giver. He loves a cheerful giver. He's the biggest cheerful giver. Which means he was actually praising and glorifying when he sent his son his best seat. If he's a cheerful giver. Isaiah says it pleased the Father to crush him 
on our behalf. He knew that he so if he sowed his best, he'd reap his best. Amen. We're all here because of his seed. Because of Jesus. Amen. Not grudging the of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able. Say God is able. God is able. <laughs> Come on, sing it in your Baptist voice. God is able. God is able to make. He's the creator. To make all grace. Say all grace. That's every favor in abundance. I can't afford to buy a new home. The favor of God will get you into your new house. In the name of Jesus. Amen? Just believe. Only believe. All things are possible to him who believes. All grace abound towards you that you always having. Say always having. That's not a day of lack. Not one day. That's always having. It's forever. It's eternal. It's promised to the sower who lives to give and who lives from what he gives. We don't work to eat. We work to give. Amen? He surpassed our necessities. Praise God. That you always having all sufficiency all sufficiency in all things in all things may have an abundance for every good work as it is written he is dispersed abroad he is given to the poor his righteousness endures forever well doesn't it now may he who supplies seed to the sower say lord i want to be a sower <laughs> give me seed i receive that's how it starts he ministers something for you to give so that he can give you more. That's how it starts. That's how it all started. Everything's a seed, amen? We're all seeds, know it or not. <laughs> I told, uh, who was I talking to all of this morning? Or Lily? Yeah, Lily, at breakfast. And I said, you're a seed. I'm a seed. Jesus had one seed, but you had two seeds. Your mommy and your daddy and the Lord. And then it says, you've been born again of incorruptible seed by the word of the living God. So that word that's in you is incorruptible. Satan can never touch it. Isn't that good? But everything starts from a seed. Amen? As long as the earth remains, so shall seed time and harvest. Don't forget about your harvest. You need your harvest to live. Amen? And you sow from your harvest. That's when giving gets fun. You reap your harvest, you sow right off the top like a good farmer. Amen? Here comes the harvest. And you know if you're praying in the Holy Ghost... What season it is. Is it time to sow or is it it's reaping time? Amen. And at harvest time, the whole family's out in the orchard. Amen. Anyone ever lived on a farm? You get the whole family out there to reap. Because it's harvest season. It's come. Your seeds have grown up and prospered you. Amen. So we continue to call in our harvest over this ministry. 30, 60, 100 fold promise to the sower. I just go all the way to the top. 100 fold. Amen. Any seed that comes in for more to give with. More to spread the kingdom with. Amen? Amen? More to bless our families with. God takes good pleasure. We found a verse that he takes good pleasure in watching children in the streets. Mm -hmm. Play in the streets. Mm -hmm. That's you and me. Have fun. Enjoy their lives. Amen? Mm -hmm. What good father doesn't? I enjoy watching my children have fun. And I do all I can to give them more fun. Because mm -hmm. it's fun for me. Amen? That's the, one of the greatest joys. Is watching your kids have fun. Children are, don't have a care in the world. Amen? And they never ask you for their needs. We need more toilet paper. They will never tell you that. They tell you your wants. 
I want an ice cream. I want a cookie. And we have childlike faith. He already meet all our needs. We live in our wants, not in our necessities. Amen? He's met every good need. Praise God. I endeavor to do that this year, to live in my wants. Focus on your wants, not your needs. He's already got that covered. Philippians 4.19 says. Every need already met. So he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, he'll meet your every need, your household's needs. He'll feed you. He'll feed you good. Amen. Remember, he's a good chef. <laughs> Praise God. Supply and multiply the seeds you have sown. Now he's multiplying your seed just like that little boy's lunch with the five loaves and the two fishes. He multiplied that seed and gave him back 12 basketfuls that he took home. You can count that two ways. Either that was a 12-fold harvest on the little boy's lunch that he took home, or one for each apostle. Twelve of them. See? Do you trust me? <laughs> Follow me. Amen? Multiply the seed you've sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. While, so this is an ongoing process. While you are enriched. Say enriched. enriched. Not impoverished. Enriched. This is part of the gospel. Your prosperity. Poverty is a curse. It kills people. Prosperity blesses others. Amen? The rich has many friends, but the poor? I haven't seen so many, King Solomon said. You're, you're called to be rich. You're commissioned and sent to be rich on the earth. Amen. While you are enriched in everything, in everything. For all freedom, all liberality. I want to fly my family to Jamaica. Okay, I'm enriched for all freedom and liberality. And according to the scriptures, I don't need to be vaccinated. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. I'm enriched for all liberality. Yeah. All freedom. Amen? Right. Praise God. Yeah. Hey, if I can get in a hospital at night, you can get on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God, undetected. <laughs> Amen. Slip through the cracks. Amen. Angels do all the time. Slip through the bars of the prison, unloose their shackles. Amen. They can go anywhere. Why can't we? Hey, here am I. Amen. You can go anywhere. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. When you get blessed, do you ever give Him praise? I know I do. If I see my children blessed or increase comes my way, the first thing I do is praise Jesus for the harvest. Thank you for enriching me today. How can I enrich you back? Amen. You sow and you reap. You sow to God. God will pour on blessings like you've never seen before. And just make it a lifestyle like we have. The sower is blessed in his sowing and his reaping. Amen. Let's all stand. Did someone get something from this message? Thank you for coming out and joining your faith with me today. Thank you for that word share. We love you guys. Blessings upon blessings in Jesus' name. Well, I guess that's a wrap. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for your contribution of faith and your talents. God's going to use us more than we ever have, so get ready. Make sure our bodies are ready. (laughs) Praise God. All right, love you guys. Bless you. Amen.